On another exciting entry of Animation Deliberation, the time has come. The Spider-Verse has returned. We are giving our instant reaction to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We're going to get right into that after this. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for Animation Deliberation. A conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series. Yeah! Welcome to Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action, animation, and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. My name is J. Scotty St. Clair, and today I am very excited to be joined by a friend of the show, someone I've wanted to have on the show for a long time. It is the host of the wonderful Captain Game Show, Mr. John Irons. Hey, John, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I, have, I have listened to you sing that song many, many times, but it is... <laughs> It is truly a different experience to see it, to witness it live, just, <laughs> to, to see it happen. Great. You know, it's, it's been one of those things I've, I've tried to work with some musicians to see if we can get some background music made. And I actually uh, used Fiverr to get this guy to lay some drums, but I, I just need to work on my vocal timing and figure out how exactly to get that uploaded to our recording software and whatnot. But uh, I'm glad that it still entertains. I try to, to keep it fresh and I love doing it. So I'm glad uh, people enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to bury the lead here because I know people are excited to hear about Across the Spider-Verse. But one more thing. One of my favorite things is when you sent us your rendition of the <laughs> I Am Groot to the tune of Animation Deliberation. That was that was wonderful. So This is my pleasure. Yeah. I was inspired. Good. Good. I'm so glad. All right. So, um, yeah, we're here to talk about Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, this is your spoiler warning. I don't really want to tiptoe around spoilers too much if you find yourself able to if you want to give like maybe just a quick reaction to avoid spoilers to give people maybe like a little bit of a window so they can just hear our initial thoughts and then dip out uh but i don't want to dilly dally too much so what did you think uh i'll, I'll give a, i'll give a quick spoiler free sure. review um i thought it was great yeah. like uh i am on record uh, Into the Spider Verse is one of my favorite movies. I think it's a practically perfect film. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I, I I expected good things, but it was kind of a, a hard act to follow. Oh yeah, and um, I I avoid spoilers, of course, but I mm-hmm. avoid trailers. Like I, like the less I know going into a movie, the better. Uh, so there were a lot of great surprises in this. And you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys do like a rating scale, but yeah, go for it. Pretty much, I'm gonna say like a ten out of ten. Yeah, pretty great. Nice. Yeah, likewise, I am. I'm pretty high on this one. Um, I really enjoy that Into the Spider Verse, the first one, and this, like you said, it was gonna be a tough act to follow, but my expectations were pretty high, and somehow this film exceeded my expectations. If that first film like pushed the envelope, like this one reinvented the envelope if the first one was cutting edge this one was bleeding edge like it was just i feel like all my dopamine and serotonin was was like used during this experience because it was just such a visual treat and and you brought up the trailers i did watch um all the trailers that came out for it and i thought it was an excellent job in terms of the marketing it it Mm -hmm. teased some things but i was really impressed with the level of restraint there like they showcased the Spider-Verse and a lot of the spider people we were going to be exposed to, but it really uh, did not give that much away in terms of the story. And I, I found myself 
engaged the entire time, like not feeling like I had seen any of this before. So I, I was, um, because we were, you know, we were planning when to see it. Like, okay, well, maybe we'll see it Friday. Maybe we'll see it Sunday. And I was like, hey, actually, you know what? I think I can take the, I think I can take the kids to see it tonight. Like, mm-hmm. How long is the movie? Like, this movie is two hours and fifteen minutes long. Yeah, it's like a real movie. Movie. It's not like a kids movie. Movie. Right. And you don't like. I did not feel the two hours and fifteen minutes. Oh yeah. It went fast. It was like, I mean bumping up against the spoiler without spoiling yeah when it ended i was like that's that's the ending <laughs> <laughs> i was not prepared yeah yeah i i was prepared and i was actually um i was i was a little surprised i guess not very surprised but when i was leaving the theater i heard some of the people that i saw the movie with their reactions they were like oh i wasn't expecting to end on such a cliffhanger and i guess i knew just like having paid close attention to like the announcements surrounding this movie and knowing some of the things about the production it was marketed as across the spider-verse part one for a long time yeah, and then they changed the title yeah 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 so i wasn't uh, too surprised but um you mentioned your kids and we can just get into spoilers now and um mm-hmm. i am curious about what your kids thought about it because like the first one i felt like did such a great job between uh entertaining the kids and having a lot of humor and heart and being like a coming-of-age story And um, I've been on record as kind of saying, like, I felt that first one was kind of like a deconstruction of the character of Spider-Man while it introduced Miles, but was also like a celebration of the legacy of Spider-Man. While this one actually really felt like it was thrusting Miles' story and his journey forward now that he is like Spider-Man in his own right. And um, to that end, it was a lot darker than the first one, for sure. It, It definitely had comedy, but overall, the tone was a lot darker and um, especially with that cliffhanger ending. So I'm curious what your kids thought about it. Uh, what, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get a, um, like a full review. I just, okay. just the quick, Hey, did you guys like it? They, sure. they, they both, they both really liked it. My, okay. my kids are uh, nine and 12. Okay. And um, my older child, my daughter, they both watch a lot of YouTube. Right? Okay. So she's like, okay, I have a theory. I'm like, okay, wait, is this a theory <laughs> or is this something that you know from watching? Uh, like, no, 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 it's just a theory. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to say what it was, but no. she, 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 she called it. Oh, okay. Uh, she, she was correct. It was, it was about the origin of the spider. Okay. Uh, which she, 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 uh, she, she said she didn't know. I'm going to take her out of word. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was because they, they, you know, they love the original as much as as much as I do. Yeah. And you, you are, I'm definitely going to um, co-sign the, the darker tone. Like you can see physically that miles is older. Like, oh, like sure. I think you said like a year and a half older. Um, so, you know, he's several inches taller. He's leaned out. Like he's, he's, he's an, he's an older guy. Mm-hmm. And just in terms of the way the movie presented, it is it, like the first one, not that the first one was a kids movie, sure, but this one does have more mature. It doesn't. It doesn't. I was gonna say it doesn't pull any punches. Like the first one, kind of. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to talk about it, which is probably no. the worst thing to say on a animation. Discussion. No, no, it's it's but it's, it, but it, it's all good. But I... No, yeah, it's it's really it it. It was way more sophisticated sure. than I thought it was going to be. I guess probably the way she, just the, that's what I'm thinking. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of picked up on um, a note of, of melancholy a little bit, especially with like the revelations. Like you, you mentioned your daughter calling the origin of the spider. And I did a rewatch of the first one like the night before um, I went and saw this one. And it did kind of like stick out to me just how much they broadcasted like the 42. And um, obviously mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't really know what to make of that. Like I knew it was from another dimension, but I just didn't expect for it to factor into the plot that much. And I, I thought that right. was great. And it was like some existentialism there. Like Miles was never supposed to be Spider-Man and he's like kind of by extension responsible for Peter's death. And someone tells him just as much. I think Miguel tells him like, if yeah. your Peter Parker hadn't had to save you, he'd still be alive. And like, that is, that's tough. And it just, it really um worked in tandem very nicely with the speech his mother gave him about like, no matter where you go, no matter what you see, the places you go, the people you interact with, know that you belong, like take care of that kid. And I mm-hmm. thought that was, that was a great through line. Like the story did end on a cliffhanger, but at least we had that as kind of a, a satisfying story beat that seemed to come full circle. Yeah, it, it, it is on a cliffhanger, but they set up, oh, like the people in my theater were pissed oh yeah they were they were cussing they they were not happy and it wasn't everybody but it was a lot of people Uh uh-huh it's this woman was like i don't get my effing money back (laughs) and both my kids were like initially they were they were kind of pissed i was like okay let me let me remind you how avengers infinity war ended sure thanos won he dusted everybody that was the end of the movie right it's like yeah but it's different it's not different yeah, I guarantee there's going to be another movie, <laughs> and <laughs> the good Spider-Man are going to win. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't get a post-credit scene, which I was completely okay with. With the way it ended, like we did get that little tag about Miles Morales will return mm-hmm. in Beyond the Spider-Verse. But um, uh, you mentioned not feeling the runtime and the pacing being really great, and I, I completely agree with you. It was pretty much nonstop. If it wasn't information that we were receiving, it was just tantalizing action sequences and like uh, the same with the first one like you could pause any frame of this film and like frame that and put it on your wall and it would be a beautiful piece of art Uh, but what i did find interesting was that i think we've got like a good 15 20 minutes into the runtime i never stopped to look at my clock or anything like that because i was engaged but it's it's a good chunk of time before we even see miles again we really focus Mm -hmm. on uh gwen stacy and get to see her backstory which we were we were we got snippets of in the first one, but to see it actually play out. And I thought, I thought that worked really well to have her kind of be the conduit to introduce this um, like elite spider verse squad. And then instead of it, like starting with miles and her having to catch him up, it was like, let's just introduce it, get you more endeared to this character, really uh, be able to feel for her as much as you feel for miles. And um, just like, set up this concept I, and I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that at all. And I also thought it was great. And, and, and it took me a while. This is, this is one of the reasons that I love the original. And it's one of the reasons that I'm pretty sure I'm going to love the, this one as much, if not more. Mm-hmm. There's, it is so packed with, it's not even Easter eggs. It's just mm. so well thought out. It's such a well-crafted film. Yeah. Like just little things, little things like, uh, it, it, okay. One of my favorite scenes in the first one is, uh, they're escaping from, um, um, Alchemex. Is that the name of it? 
Oh yeah, when um, Olivia uh, Octavius is chasing them. Yeah, and okay. and and uh, and he hits the guy in the head with the bagel, and it yes. says, it makes a little sound effect that says bagel. <laughs> Great. And there's and and it's a you know it's a blink and you'll miss it kind of moment, and these films are full of that too. Uh, this film is full of that too. Yeah, and and in the opening in the intro, you know, it starts off on in Gwen Stacy's world. Uh huh. And it's similar enough to Miles's world that you don't necessarily pick up on it right away. Right. But the art style is different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the background is different. The way they move is different. The way they're animated is different. Right. And you know that intellectually because you know anime chick was anime and right. You know uh, Peter Porker was like cartoon Looney Tunes. Yeah. But. All of that still happened in Miles's world, mm-hmm. and in this one, we actually go to different um, different Earths, and right. you see the different animation styles happen there. And they fight a guy from like the Renaissance, yeah, <laughs> Vulture, the Da Vinci Vulture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it's so it is infinitely creative. It's fantastic. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, with Gwen Stacy's universe, I really felt like it had like a watercolor painterly feel. Like in um, mm-hmm. one thing I really picked up on was like the emotion that w- or the sentiment that was being expressed was expressed through like cold colors or warm colors. When characters yes. were distant from each other and feeling isolated, you had a cold color palette. And then when they embraced, everything got warmer. And like, I'm actually getting goosebumps right now thinking yeah. about that. Me too. It was, it was so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and they would, they would, they would like the colors would literally radiate, radiate out from their bodies. Yeah. And you would like, yeah. you see the background slowly melt. Like it's, yeah. it's, like you said, like you could, it could, you know, freeze it and it's a piece of art. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and the way they, like, I mean, so when they go to the hub of uh, spider people and mm-hmm. full disclosure there's probably about three minutes of the film that i didn't see because as i said two hours and 15 minutes and i had a nine-year-old son oh so. sure <laughs> somebody had to take a quick break oh geez. not even mad at it yeah do you remember around what point it was yeah it was right when it was right after they had uh saved the captain or right after miles had saved uh the captain okay okay um in uh was it Mumbaiton? Mumbaihatton? Mumbaiton? Mumbai, Manhattan? Yeah, Mumbaiton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like, okay, well, now we need to definitely go talk to, uh, we need to go to talk to the big boss. Oh, okay. Um, and so they were, they were just about to portal and take Miles with them. And when I came back, he was kind of getting the tour. Okay, okay. Uh, well, so I, so I don't think I missed much in terms of. I mean, obviously, I don't know what I did, what I didn't see, but I don't think I missed much in terms of story. I probably, I'm, I'm sure, I missed a ton of Easter eggs. Yeah, there, there was like a two, three minute sequence where you just get, there's a Spider Man from this universe, there's a Spider Woman from this universe, there's a Spider Person from this universe, and they like they, uh, they mentioned the PS4 game. You saw his roommate playing it on the yes. PlayStation earlier, but then they actually, they're like, we got a video game guy, and it's that, it's that version of Spider Man. But oh, uh, one of my favorite, so. When the spot was, um, you know, first figuring out the extent of his powers and he visited like Venom's world and you saw the the lady that owns the bodega, I thought that was great. <laughs> yes. But they just got better and better. Like when you saw uh, Donald Glover as Aaron Davis, as the Prowler, like that was I chef's so kiss. Good. That was so, so good. Right? <laughs> and it, and it's, you know, they and they referenced like, yeah, and there was this this this. 
Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the nerd kid. Oh, right. <laughs> Wreaking havoc in the multiverse. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I love this. Yeah. I, yeah. I love because I, I'm also on record as saying uh, canon is stupid. Sure. That, that idea of <laughs> canon is stupid. Because, like, you know, people get to tell stories. And once you tell a story, and you're just locked into that being the way that it is forever. Like, sure. You, you do the world a disservice. But they, it's like they embrace the idea that canon is stupid, mm. but also it's also their religion. Like it, it's it's done so well yeah. that canon is, like because they, not that they necessarily recognize their fictional characters, but because they are these characters, mm-hmm. canon is real like it's sure. like it really is canon it's their life yeah yeah <laughs> it's their lives it is the mo- this is the the life of their universe universes the multiverse yeah and uh in some ways it is similar to a lot of the other multiverse stuff that we've seen in the past couple of years right but it's also it's also a a a different take in that we the audience know because we know the story of Peter Parker, we know the story of Spider-Man, Spider-People. Right. There's always a radioactive spider. There's always, you know, a love, a beloved caretaker person mm-hmm. who has to die. Right. There's always great power, great responsibility. There's always big eyes on the costume. Like, there's mm-hmm. some things, <laughs> some things that just are built into the story. Mm-hmm. And them not only acknowledging that, but forcing it to play out yeah so that spider people can happen yeah i mean it's, it is a it is a moral ambiguity and consequence that that and that and that's what i mean by more sophisticated sure like, that's like like it's like it's a real question like who's right right like they like he's miguel isn't wrong like sure this stuff is his fault yeah yeah he is the original <laughs> anomaly yeah and yeah. uh yeah i i kind of love that as well like i agree with you that like it, it it had a lot in common with a lot of the multiverse stories we've seen but it almost um how do i want to say this i i so like if if you look at something like doctor strange and the multiverse of madness or even like spider-man no way home like they embrace the multiverse but it's still very much beholden to the narrative and the continuity that they have there whereas this one i feel like it's just kind of like busting the doors open i think it almost has more in keeping with something like lego batman which is just like hyper aware of the fact that like this is a franchise and i think that makes sense with lord miller like they didn't direct lego batman but they were still very much involved with its production and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah the fact that they call like them canon events i feel like it was like thinking about like the loki series how we had nexus events there and it's like we're taking nexus events to like the next level and calling them canon events (laughs) and uh, and and you know what? And 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 as you were talking, I, I kind of thought of a better way to articulate it. Sure. Like, it, like they do. It's like they they represent both camps. Like mm. the Miguel is like the canon is sacred. Yeah. It's you know. I don't know. Some of you guys might be nerds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nerds, geeks, yeah, fans to the extreme. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, the canon is important, and Miles is like no canon's not important yeah this is my life i'm gonna like i get to write a new story for sure and so and so they like they literally have like a physical representation of that debate on screen it's 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 
just there's yeah. chef's kiss. No, and I'm glad you took the opportunity to articulate that better because I think that really just does speak to the character of Miles Morales. Like that's who he was as a comic book character. Like we knew Peter Parker as Spider-Man for so long. And then um, the creator's escaping my, na- my memory right now. Brian, oh, I'm not going to be able to pull it, but it, uh, the, the creator, like it was just like, no, Spider-Man does not. Ha- and that's what the first film said too, you know, anyone can wear the mask and uh, just like, yeah. Uh, like, like I, I kind of said, just like blew the doors wide open on what it means to be Spider-Man. And um, yeah, I, I agree with what you said, like, that's that's who miles is he is uh not going to go with the status quo he's going to buck against that and and forge his own path which i think is great Uh, um brian michael bendis brian michael bendis there it is thank you sir thank you for looking that up yep don't thank me thank google thank you google (laughs) (laughs) um but uh another thing that kind of came to mind is you mentioned the bagel and um, I love that mm. they like the spot himself was like, I was the scientist that you hit with the bagel. Like that was <laughs> so great. Yeah. Like I was, I made me really happy that I rewatched the movie so recently because like, um, like with this one, like we said, like never a dull moment. Like, I feel like that was the same as the first one. Like there's always something to pay attention to. And it just uh, begs, begs rewatches. And like, that makes, that's what makes them so rewatchable. They're so entertaining and there's so much to catch. And this is one, I'm definitely going to have to see a few more times. I'm going to see it at least once more in theaters for yeah. sure, but it's, it's going to be a day one purchase when it becomes available. Um, because yeah, absolutely. I just, as, as was the last one. Sure. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I also like that. Um, ah, crap. Just lost what I was going to say, feel free to cut all this part out. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. I also liked that. Um, the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, you know, you kind of had to, I mean, obviously you didn't have to have to, but to fully reap the benefits, you had to have seen the other Spider-Man movies. Sure, sure. Right. This one, those movies are included, but it's so many iterations of Spider-Man. It's like mm-hmm. every iteration of Spider-Man. It's the, if you watch the 60s cartoon, if you watched like two or three different ones of like the Marvel cartoons, Sure. You know, from from the '90s and 2000s. If you read the comics, if you saw those movies, if you saw the MCU movies, like mm-hmm. Lego, the yeah. video game. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was is if you're a fan of Spider Man and have seen some Spider Man before this, yeah, <laughs> you're, then one of your Spider People is in there. Oh, I, and I, oh man, I loved um, Spider Woman. Oh yeah, Jessica Drew. Right, and I think I was. I wasn't quite spoiled on that. I just I knew that that people were mad about it, but I didn't know what they were mad about because I didn't I didn't read the story. Okay. And they're like, "Oh no, she's black now." Oh. Okay. okay. Yes, and there is a multiverse of spider people. This right. is the, that's the point. Yeah. The one that you know from the comic book isn't this one. This is a different right. one. Like, yeah. I don't like. How is this the one? <laughs> and you can accept black and white Spider-Man. You can accept, you know, yeah, yeah, Art Spider-Man. But heaven forbid, you know, people love their fandoms and they want to get protective over them. But I, I, I definitely am a proponent of the fact that like some criticism is valid and some is not. And I just think that's an instance where it's, it's not. Just kind of get over it. And if you really do want to, like, you know, uh, nitpick 
her name is Jess Drew, not Jessica Drew. So it doesn't have to be your Jessica Drew from comics if you don't want it to be. But yeah, I thought, I thought she was great. I loved Issa Rae. Uh, with the first one, uh, I, I love the spider people we got in that one. It was nice to see Penny again, but I was kind of mm-hmm. a little worried as we were getting towards the end. I was like, oh no, are we not going to see Spider-Man Noir? Are we not going to see Spider-Ham? And it was, it was so nice to see them again at the end there. Uh, but they gave us a bunch of new ones to love, like uh, David Kaluuya as uh, Hobie Brown, Spider-Punk. He was great. Yes. I loved his attitude. The um, anarchist bent and the fact that like we talked about the different art styles, but he was done in this like propaganda, like kind of like um, haphazard, like always changing bold outlines. Like he yeah. was great. And I, <laughs> I did have a hard time understanding him initially, but once my ear got kind of attuned to his accent, I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm tracking now. This is great. And um, yeah. I love the little, um, the little uh, word captions at the bottom of the screen. Uh-huh. This again, just like a comic book, yeah. extra bit of information. Like this, this character appeared in so and so. So good. Yeah. I like. I'm. I. I. I already want to see it again. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm seeing it again on Sunday. I'm like, oh, I'm nice. going to see it again on Saturday. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna see it again, and uh, probably sometime this weekend. I'll have to take a look to see what uh, seating availability looks like and whatnot, and see if I can bring a friend because I just I want everyone to see this. So. Um, we agreed to kind of keep this one on the shorter side. Uh, I also, you know, want to leave plenty for my co-host to talk about. I know they were very excited to see this one as well and to talk about it, but wanted to get something out to the, to the listeners as soon as possible. So we just did this instant reaction. I'll open up the floor to you. If you had any, anything else you wanted to say about it, any standout moments, any favorite characters that we haven't brought up yet? Uh, I really like, um, I like that they showed so much of uh, Miles's parents. Oh yeah, most of the time, and it's 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 a trope that I kind of hate. Well, I don't really hate it. I've, I've just come to accept it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the if if a younger person is having some adventure, you know, the parents are generally clueless and not really participating. Mm-hmm. Um, and. They're, these parents are clueless because he's he's actively hiding them from he, he's hiding it from them mm-hmm. um but that's but they're not like inattentive parents they're like mm-hmm. no i know something's going on you need to tell us what's going on like it's a it's a it's a major plot point yeah and it's a major plot point when he does reveal it and it doesn't land because right. there's no spider like i don't know what spider-man is because <laughs> right. they don't have a spider-man yeah um Oh, you know what? I will. This is this is this will be the last thing I'll say about it. Okay. And, and how how well thought out these films are. Again, the first one is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And in the original one, he goes, he get, he gets bitten, and he's like, "No, no, no! This can't be what it, what I think it is." He goes, he pokes a spider, and it glitches. Right. It actually glitches. Right. And I had always taken that to like, okay, well. You know, and I and I, my head canon was okay. Well, it's dead, and it's got like the invisibility power, and this is a very artsy film. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured it was just I figured it was just a um, an artistic approach to show dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. But no, it actually glitches because it's it's glitching because it's from another dimension. Right. So wonderfully done. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, lots of great callbacks. Lots of great continuity, and it it. it rewards those who have you know loved the first one and watched it so many times um 
I did, as you were kind of talking about that, it made me think how they reused the joke um, when they were, had the opening fight in the museum uh, with the Renaissance vulture and whatnot. Uh, someone, one of the observers said, I think it's a Banksy. <laughs> like I remember yeah. that from the first one specifically. So. Yes. <laughs> nice little callback there. But, um, I'd, I'd explain that one to the kids, but okay. <laughs> I know, I know was, there was lots of um, um, classic artwork MoMA jokes okay. in, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, the, big, um, the balloon, <laughs> the balloon dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. V- very much looking forward to watching this again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, very much looking forward to beyond the beyond the Spider Verse. So. Hopefully that doesn't that doesn't get delayed in the wake of this writer's strike and all these delays that are happening. But I imagine they're pretty far along with production, like having. I was going to ask if there's a if there's a speculated or announced release date for that. Um, let's see. Uh, it looks like it's currently slated to release March 29th, two thousand twenty-four. So oh, okay, that is subject to change, but about a year away. That's about what I was expecting. I was I was hopeful that uh, that it'd be like the end of the year. But, yeah, you know, fine. Yeah, <laughs> it just builds up the anticipation and the hype a little bit more. So yeah, and I think this one we got this one a little earlier than they were initially predicting too. Right? Didn't they? Well, I th- I think it originally had a release date of like October, and yeah. I don't think it was like a rewrite situation. Maybe they need more time on the animation, but I really think that they. Um, it'll be interesting to see what this opening box office does because projections for it were pretty high. And um, I think they made the right call making this more of like a summer blockbuster release. And I, I think it'll benefit from, you know, kids being out of school and people being mm-hmm. able to see it during the day. And just like us talking about going to see it again as soon as possible. People's schedules are generally a little more free in the summertime to do that kind of thing. So I think it's it was a, a good bet and it'll pay off, but we will, uh, we will see. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Animation Deliberation is very grateful for our current partnership with the Blendjet. So, um, again, this is a product that I am super happy and grateful to have the opportunity to talk about because it's a product that I use every single day. It has the power of a blender, but it's portable and convenient. So, there's not the big to do when it comes to busting out this appliance out of like a cupboard or something like that. I just keep it on my, on top of my dresser and just grab it and go. So super convenient. So uh, the Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. And it lasts for 15 plus jit. excuse me, 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. And best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. And I'd be, you know, again, I'd be remiss. Sorry to use that word again, but that's just what's coming to mind here. But if I did not talk about, like talking about Spider-Verse and just the sheer variety of art styles and characters that we got to see, Mm That ties right into the Blendjet because they have over 30 cool colors and patterns to choose from. And as animation fans, it's pretty awesome that they have lines dedicated to some of our favorite animation franchises like Pixar. There's a whole Toy Story line. So I encourage you to check it out and pick the one that speaks to you and your fandom. 
And they've also recently introduced the Orbiter lid. This is a leak-proof lid, so your favorite ensemble is safe from spillage with this lid. It's got one-hand convenience. You've got your hands full. Luckily, you only need a thumb to open this lid. It's got a large opening that's perfect for thick smoothies. There's even room for a straw if that's the way you like to sip. And it's self-cleaning. Simply spin the lid and rinse. It's engineered to keep spills at bay. So what are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code STAYWELM12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code STAYWELM12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. All right. John, I open up the floor to you again. What would you like the people to know about? Uh, I, I will vouch for you that Captain Game Show is a wonderfully entertaining podcast. It's got great, witty games and interactivity, and uh, it's just very evident about the amount of work that you put into it and the dedication that you have. So it's it's always an entertaining listen, and I've had the pleasure of appearing on it and had a lot of fun. Yeah, I I, um, I should have you back. My 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 production has <laughs> slowed of late. It used to be mm-hmm. weekly, mm-hmm. and now it's uh, now it's more like uh, I don't know, two three times a month okay. ideally. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I've your ad for me was better than anything I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 a trivia wordplay, um, in, improv, and uh, every season. In addition to the games that we play on the on the episode, there is a hidden game mm-hmm. that uh, that runs through the entire season. Yeah, um, find the clues, follow the path, solve the riddle, win mm. a prize. Uh, yeah, Captain Game Show on the Infinite Potato Alliance. Anywhere you find your fine podcasts. Right on. Yeah, I think I tried to play the hidden game a couple seasons back and I'm not smart enough for that. I was very, very confused and very lost, but that's okay. It was still fun. Take it. As for me, I've been appearing on a lot of podcasts on the Stranded Panda Network. Multiverse News is a relatively new show. I'm uh, really excited to be working with Matthew Carroll, Haley Hobbs, and Jay Sisson on that one. Uh, we dropped that one weekly and talk about the latest and greatest in the world of blockbuster film news streaming news all that stuff so i encourage you to check that out and uh the bingers assembled bingers assemble series on the mission impossible films has just uh started so we've got six films to cover before dead reckoning part one drops in july and that's uh a lot of fun i i really enjoy that team over there so please check it out and as far as animation deliberation goes, uh, like I said, I'm sure my co-hosts are going to want to talk about this one soon. So I encourage you, the listeners, to send us some feedback. Animation deliberation podcast at gmail.com is a great place to do that. All of our social medias, just search animation deliberation. And, you know, we'd like a five-star review if, if you feel we're worthy of it. That'll help us. That'll help our visibility and our numbers. And if not, if you just want to share the show with an animation lover in your life, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. So thank you for tuning in. That's T-double-O. N-I-N. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. 
for this and other great shows, you can visit strandapanda.com or join the great community that is the Strandapanda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. <laughs>